Welcome to Remolations. We're your hosts. I'm Mindy. And I'm Brooke. Remolations is a dream interpretation podcast where we read listeners' dreams from nightmares to the just plain bizarre. Join us as we give our comedic interpretation of your fucked up REM cycle. This week, we're reading listener dreams about doing laundry, family lawyers, and kidnapping children. Ooh, and don't forget about Barbie Jeeps, malls, and boxes. What does the fox say? He says, let's get started. Woo! Well, here we are. It's another Sunday fun day, Brooke. Yeah, it is. Woo! The episode comes out on Thursdays, but usually we spend a little time together on Sunday mornings. You know. You know, it's just nice. Cup of coffee and a chit-chat. Just kidding. This, no, I mean, you know, we're talking about alcohol and a shit-chat. It's Bloody Mary's time. I mean, it's afternoon. It's fine. Not like yeah. that never stopped you before. It's 1.30 Central Time. <laughs> we should be into it a little more. We're good at drinking. <laughs> it's one thing we're good at, making people laugh and drinking. And shimmying. Oh, and Brooke's good at shimmying. <laughs> Don't forget about that. Can't wait for the live show dance that you're planning someday. Um, it's in my head. I don't know how it. Well, do I have to do it come too? Out. Yes. Oh, it's, it's a duet dance. Okay, cool. Yes. Okay. Only for our first show. Only for our I truest fans get to see this. You will be much better at it than me, <laughs> but I'm going to do my damn best. Sounds good. Well, today uh, we've got some listener dreams to read. We do. Do you want to start, Mindy? Well, I've got a very heavy long okay. dream. So, what do you have today? Um, I've got a dream. It's not dark, but it's got a lot of symbolism in it. So, I can't wait to kind of talk to you and pick your brain about some of the symbols from okay. the dream. Well, mine kind of starts off interesting. So, I can Let's get Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Well, I have a dream. It was submitted anonymously. So, mm. I'm just going to make up a name for this woman. She said uh she hers her pronouns. So, uh, I'm just going to call her Kate. Love and it. I'm going to read Kate's dream. And she didn't give us her hometown, so I'm going to say she's from Key Largo, Florida. Kate from Key Largo. <laughs> Sounds right. I right? love it. I, that okay. would have to be Kate with a K then. Yes, it is Kate with a K. Okay. In my mind. <laughs> well, once you said Key Largo, I'm like, alliteration has to take place <laughs> This is a heavy one, so I do just want to give a trigger warning real quick. If self-harm is something that triggers you, you might want to fast forward about 15 to 20 minutes till we get to Brooke's dream. Here we go. In my dream, I'm at my most recent family home. My sister is there. I need some clothes cleaned, so I put them through the wash and dryer and plonk them on the sofa. Okay, I already hate laundry, so this is a nightmare for me already. Wait, I, I don't blame you. Laundry is one of my... Laundry and vacuuming. Ooh, Thumbs down. Yes. No, thank you. And being that we have like a house of eight people, like it never stops. Well, I have really no stops. excuse because it's <laughs> you just, just me, but I still hate it. Well, if you're ever bored and you want to fold laundry, you may come over to my house. I'll let you. Okay. Kate goes on to say, I go into my room and then come back into the living room seconds later. My sister is now in the room with her friends and they're all drinking and playing video games. I look for my clothes, but I cannot find them. And I ask her if she's seen them. I look at her clothes folded on the couch where I put mine and she tells me, to leave those alone and they're hers, and says, you probably left yours somewhere else. Oh, right, because she doesn't remember what her clothes look like. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I look all around the house, but they are nowhere. I sit in the living room for a while and watch her game, and then I ask again and say, 
are you sure you haven't seen them? And she says, no, I haven't seen them. But then I start looking around the living room. Her clothes are folded on the sofa, and I notice something. At the bottom of one pile is an item of my missing clothes. Hmm. I start looking, and sure enough, under every pile, it's an item of mine. Damn sisters always lying to you and pulling shit over you. Pretty sneaky, sis. I say no wonder I couldn't find them because they're hidden under your clothes. She says, I didn't put them there. And I say, I suppose you didn't see them either. She says, no. I'm sorry. I don't have sisters, and I know you do. So I know you're probably cracking up (laughs) at this conversation. I'm like... This sounds totally like sisters. I'm like, this sounds like something that happened in Mindy's house. (laughs) (laughs) She says, I didn't put them there. And I say, I suppose you didn't see them either. She says, no. I say, look, it's obvious you knew where they were, and you don't stack clothes on top of mine the perfect way to hide them accidentally. She says, what are you talking about? And I say to her, my clothes. They were hidden under yours. I'm dying right now. <laughs> I'm dying. Okay, Sorry. so the, yeah, it, go it's going to get dark here very quickly. I know, and I know I'm not supposed to laugh, but like this is like to me what I hear in my head when I hear of a sister fight. <laughs> right? Something completely trivial. Right? But they're just fucking with you. Right. Her friend then interrupts me and asks why I'm harassing my sister. Another joins in, and they start to tell me off for saying something, that I'm being aggressive and I'm crazy. I tell them I'm not crazy. I just want to be able to use my clothes without having to hunt for them, and I appreciate (laughs) it. It, If it's so bad for you, then why don't you end it? My sister says to me, so her sister says, if it's so bad for you, then why don't you end it? And hands me two Stanley blades and points to my wrists. Oh, my God. Did take a dark turn. It yeah dark turn i yell at her what's wrong with you you hid my clothes and denied it and you got your friends to gang up on me and now you're trying to get me to kill myself this is a lot she smiles and so do her friends and she reveals a video camera and says yep that's all the proof we need then my mom and a family lawyer walk in and discuss how they've been collecting evidence to prove i'm insane so they can take (gasps) my life from me take her life Yes. Like, they're trying to prove she's crazy and set her up by hiding her clothes and then turns it on her, saying whoa. that she was going to try to commit suicide. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. That's a lot. It is. She says, I walk away and the lawyer follows me. I begin talking to him. At first, he's stern and treating me like a criminal. As I talk, his face goes from serious to soft and then concerned. You know, mm. I'm your family lawyer and not just theirs, he says. This reminds me of like, do you ever see that movie Knives Out? Yes, it's Fantastic so good. Movie. Oh, it's so good. Sorry, One of like yeah. my all-time favorites. But like yeah, it kind of reminds good. me of kind of like that crazy family that's yeah. just out for each other for no Everyone apparent reason. Everyone has their own agenda. Yes, exactly. The lawyer says, they've been building evidence against you for years on how you're terrorizing them. But now I've met you, I'm not so sure you're crazy. I open up and what's been happening, and he says, it's okay, and he'll drop the case against me. Yay! So then we have a whole scene change. Oh, okay. Kate says, suddenly, I'm with my mom and sisters in a static caravan outside the sticks. A caravan? And I had to look this up. Wherever Kate's from in Key Largo there, um, a static <laughs> caravan is like a mobile home. Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. I wasn't sure, so I had to look it up. Um, so that's what they call them there in Key Largo. Key West. Key Largo. <laughs> is that what you said yeah key largo oh I'm, 
I'm like, wait, didn't you say Key West? No, I think you can Key Largo say Key sounds Largo. way better. Montego, baby, Wadwick. <laughs> oh no! Okay, you can you can edit it. Out. <laughs> Trust me, I will. Um, okay. okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, that just means like a, a mobile home. She's there with her mom and sister, and all of a sudden they're being much nicer to me. They keep talking about how amazing our neighbors are and how beautiful the garden is. And it's full of every herb, flower, fruit, and vegetable imaginable. And it sounds amazing. It does. Then they knock on the door. My daughter is in the living room of the caravan. We step outside to look over at the neighbor's garden. They tell us about the paradise for a short while and some birds fly around. It's been a couple of minutes, so I go check on my baby daughter. But now she isn't in the living room. I check every room in the house. Frantic. Then, at last, I shout to my family, she's not there. And they say, oh, it's okay. I'm sure she's around. So now she's lost her daughter. Her daughter was there, and now her daughter's not there. And again, her family's messing with her, and it's like... Her family's like, oh, it's fine. It's fine. Her baby daughter. No, no, no. It's just fine. Jesus Christ, this is intense. It is intense. I look at the couple from next door, and I say, what have you done with my daughter? They look shocked and say, we've done something. They said we've done something? Yes. My mom starts scolding me for treating the neighbors with such disrespect. <laughs> yeah, right? Like I'm just like, so they do something to her daughter because she has disrespected them at some point? In her- so the man, so then she looks over and the man has left and has been replaced by another woman. So I ask again, what have you done with my daughter? She says nothing. My mom shouts at me to stop embarrassing them and they are good people. Mm. Well, not if mom. they admitted they did something. I step closer to the woman and stare directly into her eyes. And I say, what have you done with my daughter? She smiled the most evil smile I've ever seen. Oh, I'm getting chills. I got chills. I was just going (laughs) to say, even just from you reading her response, I'm like, oh, this is going to be an evil person. I got chills. Yeah, it's good. I run over to their house and break in. I start looking in every room. It's quiet and I'm finding nothing, but I keep looking. I open a door that leads down some stairs and run down them. At the bottom, I find rooms full of little beds, each with a baby <gasps> oh, inside. No. Oh, my God. This is awful. Sorry. I know we're on a podcast, so I shouldn't cover my mouth. But, <laughs> oh, my God. I open the door, and my daughter's in a room with three other babies. I pick her up. There's another baby I know, and I pick her up, too. I grab two other babies and run out with the four of them bundled in my arms. Okay, first of all, that's a lot of that's a lot of heavy weight to like lift four babies. That's a it's scary, lot. but that is a lot. I mean, she's you just trying know. to save you've as many had, as she can. You've had two at a time. I've seen it. <laughs> so. Yeah, twins was not easy to carry around at the <laughs> no. same time. I can imagine carrying four kids. Four at the same time? That's no. that's difficult. She runs out with a bundle in her arms. And then Kate says, My daughter cries in her sleep and wakes me up from my dream. Wait, her real daughter? Like Yes. Oh, her real daughter wow. in real life starts crying. Is she goes and gets daughter, her. Oh, I wonder if her real daughter is the same age as the baby in the dream. Yeah, I wonder. But then she finishes with, so I cuddle with my daughter for the rest of the night. Oh, <laughs> Kate. Yes. Oh, Kate my God. Kate Largo. Oh, my goodness. Like I said, that was like a heavy dream. Ooh, and I almost like, felt it let, like as a mother. Like everyone's against me. Someone's got my child. That's never a good dream to have. In all seriousness, like, what if you have postpartum? Like, people don't understand that that's, Mm. like, a real thing. I mean, people know that it exists, but, like, 
It's serious. It is serious. It's a serious thing. And people usually don't believe people because it's like, you just had a baby. You should be so happy. happy. You know, but yeah, it doesn't always mean that like your hormones go bananas. So I am am curious how old her daughter is, too, because if she is little, it might be some like tied to hormonal partum type dream. I remember after I had my oldest sitting in a hallway and just bawling for an hour i I don't know why like she was fine she's healthy she's a it's your well-behaved kid and i just could not stop crying so it's it is real it's a it's it's real and there's people that can help there's medication that can help so all of that if you're experiencing any of that just find someone because it's not unusual and there is help out there for you and i do want to mention since we did talk about self-harm there uh i want to give the Phone number two, the National Suicide Prevention Line, which is 1-800-273-8255. So reach out if you need it. Yes. But getting back to Kate's dream here, I mean, there's so much going on. I don't know where to start. I'm going to start at the beginning about the the clothes. Because I thought, you know, if we're going to pull out one symbol, it starts with these clothes that clothes, you're going from dirty to clean. So it's almost like like a turnaround. Yeah. A lot of dreams are about change. But yeah, something maybe bad to good because they were dirty and she was trying to oh, clean she them. Was cleaning them. She was yes. cleaning them. So it went from like bad to good. So maybe it is something to do with like an outlook of something changing in her life. Because a lot of this I think might be underlying stressors to her. Deep down she knows like she's trying to take care of the situation, whatever it is. And so she's just trying to make the best of it. So like whatever is going bad, she's trying to like fix or make better in her life, making it clean, so to say. She's working for it. She's trying She's not sitting yeah. back and waiting for things to take care of themselves. She's fighting for it. And then uh, she's talking, you know, she's got her sisters in the stream, her sister in the stream, and how she's like hiding things, like hiding clothes. But clothes are one of those three basic needs in life, right? There's food, shelter, and there's clothing. It's protective. So whatever it is, yeah, it's something that's very personal to her. That's a very important, I feel. Like whatever this is that she can't find or she's struggling with finding or maybe getting a solution to is something that's not just a small thing in life, but I think it might be a bigger, bigger problem. I mean, clothing is a huge part of that. Like you said, housing, food and clothing are like the three biggest necessities. So losing her clothing, you know, might seem like a sisterly fight in this dream, but it could mean so much more for for Kate. Yeah. And again, we're not experts. We're just giving our fun, uneducated opinion on this. (laughs) <laughs> no one knows their own dreams except for the dreamer. So, you know, take mm-hmm. take what we say with a grain of salt, but you got to apply it to perhaps what you're living through. The other thing is when she was finding her clothes, her sister hit him on the bottom. And I mm. thought that was significant. It wasn't just like hidden in a couch or hidden in a in a closet. It was on the bottom of her other her sister's clothes. So like the bottom, it makes me feel like it's like less important, like it's yeah. underneath something or maybe an underlying issue. Um, that's kind of like, I love it. Doesn't have a lot of importance that like so important right now, but maybe it's just kind of like been bubbling for a while, whatever Mm -hmm. this is. It's like the exact opposite, if I may, and you can Mm -hmm. delete this if you need to. Please, please. Like if I told you there was a pimp. (laughs) Okay. That's an interesting way to take this. Right. And he's saying my bottom bitch is going to come out tonight. What would you think? (laughs) <laughs> like, um, 
like I'm sorry, think, I'm not all in the I know, hip lingo of but the But I'm saying I'm saying would you think he's going to send you his worst sex worker or oh, yeah. his best sex oh, worker? Oh, gotcha. I know I'm worried. Yeah, I would say it was the it would be the worst. See, and that makes sense to me too. Mm-hmm. But over time I found out a bottom bitch is the best one. Hmm. It doesn't compute to me, but a bottom bitch is the best sex worker. If you're a pimp, if you're a pimp, let's make that clear. <laughs> your bottom bitch is your best sex worker. I'm not going to ask how you've learned about this over the years. This I think we we all know how I found out about this <laughs> over the years. But yeah, a bottom bitch is the best one. So maybe this is a way to look at it differently. <laughs> Perhaps. We're not saying case a sex worker or anything like that, but it's to each their own. um so going back so yeah her clothes being on the bottom i mean it might have to do with with what level she's seeing this particular problem or challenge um that it's maybe at the bottom but you know she knows it needs some importance um or needs some attention yeah because at least in her opinion everything is at the bottom of the pile right yeah so it means last of what you need to address Mm -hmm. she's last in line yeah and then everyone's dismissing her, which is also very hard. You know, like, oh, they're like, oh, why are you being so that way? And why are you throwing such a big deal about it? And, right. And that's maybe a way of her processing something similar in real life. But, you know, having someone say, you know, well, why don't you just end it for yourself? And it doesn't necessarily have to mean, like, self-harm and taking it that literally. But it could mean, like, she's realizing that something is ending in her life. Like, it could be... A relationship, it could be an end to an era or a project or just some part of her life that, yeah, exactly. Finally, like, it's changing for her, but it's an Mm -hmm. end of one phase, perhaps. Sure. But then you also have that lawyer that comes in, and I've only had to deal with a handful of my life. (laughs) That's a good thing, Mindy. I mean, it's it's a bad thing (laughs) that you've had to deal with any, but... Any lawyers, right? Yeah. But they're there for a reason, and lawyers are kind of like that conduit of the legal system. They should have your best interest at heart, but sometimes they don't. You know, like you got, you know, there's injury lawyers, there's criminal lawyers, there's family lawyers. A lot of negative connotation of lawyers is like they're just money hungry and they'll take any case and they'll do anything. But this lawyer in this particular dream was like, it's not about that. Like, I feel like you are a good person. So there's someone in her life that's maybe like sees the value in Kate. No matter what people are saying around you that or what they're telling you to do or how you're, they're trying to influence who you are, you're a good person. Like, you're good. It's like and she so, knows it deep down inside. Mm-hmm. and But she needs more than that one person to give her that affirmation. Like, she's really struggling to believe that in herself. And yeah. there's a lot of negativity around her. So hopefully she surrounds herself with this person. I think it's good that, you know, then it goes to that that whole story of her daughter. And yeah. if you're going to have, you know, you do have that. As a mother, you have that mother-daughter bond. You have that mother-child bond. And you do have one person in your corner always. And that's your children. And maybe, you know, we doubt ourselves as mothers. Like, you know, am I doing it right? Am I a good mom? And I think it's natural for, for as a mother to say oh, that. Like, God, you do yes. question yourself. Or, am I doing every, this right? I think every parent thinks that. Yes. I think it's totally normal. You know, like I said, as, as a mother, we're always second-guessing how good we are at being a parent. And that's natural. But she's a badass at the end of this dream. 
she's not giving up the fight. She's going after saving her child. She knows mm-hmm. her child's in this house. She goes down there. Not only does she save her child, she saves three other kids right. in her arms. And she takes them and she like takes control of the situation. She runs out of the house and she saves them from whatever whatever evil influence this was. Yeah. Amazing. I, I feel like I'm not a mom, so I don't have exactly the right to say this, but I think if there's any force in this world that can cause you to do something, it's being a parent. Mm-hmm. And seeing your child in danger, in need, in any sort of struggle, something instinctually sets in. It does. It goes absolutely. into protect mode. Oh, and yeah. This is might be also one of the reasons I'm afraid to have kids is because I know I would have that feeling so strongly that I would just be at like preschool, like pounding other kids and mothers and parents and fathers down, even though I'm not a violent person. But I think if I ever had a child of my own, I would be so overly protective. The poor kid would end up. It's hard. I mean, there is a fine line between being protective. And our oldest went off to college this year for listeners to know. So I have gotten calls at 12 30 a.m 1 a.m of her just ha- needing to talk to her mother and it breaks my heart in a way because i must like want to drive down there and put my arms around and be like it's okay honey but also i know that she she's a strong enough person that she can handle shit on her own but sometimes you just need that connection to your mom i'm the same way i'm older <laughs> i'm older and i still call my i call my mom weekly if not more than once a week and because i need that connection i just need that bond i'm the same way like i need to hear my dad's voice even though um his conversations max 25 seconds oh yeah dads are hard to get a talk on the phone max but like it's like i get everything i need from him from those 25 seconds because <laughs> even though he's not Aww. like an emotional guy or anything like that those 25 seconds i hear everything mm-hmm. in his voice that i need to mm-hmm. hear and i get it yeah i totally I know. get that yeah you do and not everyone has the luxury of being close to their parents or their family, but the saying's true. You make your own family. Whether mm-hmm. it's blood-related or not, you're going to have those people that are just going to be that comfort for you, that you can mm-hmm. count on 100%, and that you just you would do anything for. Don't Absolutely. start crying, Brooke. <laughs> it looks I'm like not, you could cry. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not crying. I believe you. I totally uh, agree with you. <laughs> overall, Kate, great dream. Thank you for submitting it. It was Thank so you, detailed and and fascinating i just feel like this has to do with being a mother and just doing whatever you can like knowing your truth doing what you can to protect the ones you love and just taking control of that situation and being a badass mom so thanks kate and key largo thanks kate thanks mindy for also being a badass mom yes well hey hey have you ever heard of revelations at gmail.com <laughs> well if you haven't you should check it out because this is where you share your dreams with us and we can read them on air live not live sorry <laughs> it's not live it's recorded maybe on someday air- we'll do a live show on air- be fun. no we will have a live show <laughs> yeah someday Come, on become air- a patreon record- member you get to uh, brooke and mindy q a woohoo i mean and no holds barred 
We're open (laughs) books. But please, please, please share your dreams with us, whether they're fun dreams, light dreams, nightmares, anything. Just go to remolations at gmail.com and share whatever your thoughts are on the dream process. Woo! (laughs) I threw my own woo. (laughs) You did the woo! (laughs) Sorry, I loved it. (laughs) Brooke, do you have a dream to share with our listeners today? No, no dreams today. Damn, okay, we're ending the podcast. (laughs) We're done. We're done. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I do have a dream from a Miss Shannon, and she's from Piazza. So here's Shannon's dream. A few weeks ago, I had a dream that made no sense. I was driving my husband's pickup truck, which he no longer has, and headed to my parents' old house that I grew up in. As I drove down Kane Street, I had to stop because someone had built a giant matchbox car track <laughs> oh. out of landscape I, blocks in the middle oh of the my. street. <laughs> that, that looks cool, I bet. I wonder if so the loop-de-loops. Uh, I would I hope love it if there were a loop-de-loop. Not specific enough to let us I know. remember one of the best Christmas I had. I got one of those like racing race car Yes, like, and you tracks. put it together. Yes. And, it goes and the, the red car always won. It didn't matter what. Loop-de-loop. So I gave my sister the blue car because <laughs> I'm like, you can pick whatever track, but I get the red car. I never <laughs> lost. Because the red car always wins. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> okay. So there's this track in the middle of the street. The only way around it was to take <laughs> the Barbie Jeep out of the back <laughs> of the truck and drive the rest of the way. Oh, I easily, I easily lifted it out of the truck alone as it was strangely light in weight. And she continued on her way. Oh. About a block later. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, I can't get, oh, I can't, the visual of this is just cracking me up right now. It, it's I, a pink, it was a pink Barbie Jeep. It gets better. Okay. Um. Let's see what it says. Let's see. Barbie Jeep. It has to be pink. Oh, it yeah. In my be, mind, it's pink. In my head, it's pink. She didn't say it's pink, but in my head, Malibu Barbie Jeep. Got it. Now we're good. (laughs) About a block later, a wild fox started trying to jump into the Barbie Jeep. (laughs) He was nipping at me. What does the fox say? (laughs) I I must backtrack and say the title of her dream was What Does the Fox Say? I love it. (laughs) You by no means need a dream title, but if you have one, Sometimes it's great. <laughs> Please let us know because that is good. That 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 is good. Perfect. So the fox jumps in the jeep and starts nipping nipping at her. At her. Oh okay. my! Okay, mm-hmm. cool. <laughs> scary. It's hard to drive like that. I would imagine Very it was kind of frantic driving. At this I would point. go faster, probably. <laughs> I don't know how fast those Barbie jeeps go though. Maybe five miles per hour. <laughs> is it like I'm those sure- little kid jeeps? Because that would yes. make sense of why she lifted it out of the car, because then it's not as heavy. Well, in my head, that's what I'm saying. Like, because, okay, yeah. she's got this old pickup truck, but she lifts a Barbie Jeep out of it. I can't imagine it's a full-size Jeep. <laughs> no, it's like one of those ones that you always wanted as, at Christmas, and I never got one. was like those, I, like, driver. Like, what are they, what are dri- they called? Power wheels. That's it. Well, they had a whole bunch of different brands, like, where you you could have different power wheels though my oldest okay. daughter had a red jeep powers power wheels and that's well, what i'm totally thinking this, she's 
if we're, I'm just taking creative liberty here, is a pink yes, Barbie course. Jeep. Yeah. With <laughs> Malibu stickers on it. Okay. Yeah. Let's yeah. do it. I'm Palm down. And stuff. <laughs> I pulled over in her Barbie Jeep mm-hmm. and ran into a building with a glass entryway. It mm-hmm. was a combination of a shopping mall and a community college. <laughs> Get your education on and pick up some new jeans. Sometimes that's the best combo. Especially their mom <laughs> jeans. <laughs> Pull them up high, ladies. Pull them up high. We high love as it they go. That way. As high as to your tits. <laughs> Sorry, can we say that? <laughs> yes, you can say tits. Tits, pull those jeans up to your tits, ladies. We're having a good time today. I can't okay. believe that's back in fashion, but okay. Okay. The fox snuck in behind me, still biting at my Damn heels. <laughs> so I exited and lured it outside again and quickly tried to shut the door so he couldn't get back in. <laughs> oh. But his paw got stuck and he Ooh. began howling. Aww. I turned around and walked away, making my way down a hallway. And Bad then ass. I woke up. She, she's like, I don't care that you're hurt, Fox. You kept trying no, to like, and howling, bite me. Howling with pain. She's like, fuck See you. Ya. I'd normally be sympathetic to you, but you have tried to bite me in my mm-hmm. Barbie Jeep. <laughs> That's never okay. Never okay. That's never okay. Let's see. Where do we begin? Okay. As always, the first thing she mentioned is a childhood home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which we know from experience, I think, means something has been bothering her or she's been hanging on to something. But she never made it to the childhood home, which was interesting. That was the destination. That was the destination. But she didn't get there. What I thought was interesting, so was the childhood home. But then she also mentioned her husband's old truck. So it was kind of bringing together childhood and adult life in yeah. a way. An like, old truck. An old truck, and it was her husband. So clearly when she was a child, she wasn't married. So somehow these images are bringing together her childhood and adult, which Mm -hmm. is what I think from from that. But pickup trucks, I don't know what to think about pickup trucks. They're handy. They're handy. They serve a purpose. I think they represent like hard work, you know, like Mm -hmm. down-to-earth basics. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just what I think of Call an, and shit old, and stuff. an old truck that's not brand spanking new. It's not an F-150. It's not. And it's probably <laughs> dirty. And not, I mean, we know that it doesn't exist anymore. So so maybe Shannon is ready to grow, move forward, leave the basics like the truck mm-hmm. behind and reshape herself or work in this new Barbie Jeep. Like maybe the Barbie Jeep represents change. Something new. Yeah. Something, something new. like fun it's like driving a barbie jeep is gonna be way more fun than driving an old truck sign me up i think sign she has like really like hot pink pumps on too when she's doing this oh, i love this like barbie more throw a cute hot pink purse on we're talking in 80s style you need to have like, the scarf like so you can just let it fly in the wind you as you're driving the scarf on your head or sunglasses your hair right. yeah scarves i'm I'm picturing way too much. But, but so yeah. she's living her best life driving this Barbie Jeep until this fox comes along. Sneaky. Ooh, let's talk about this fox. Okay, let's talk about the fox because um, I did actually do a little research on the fox. So 
to see a fox attacking you is related to deception, or it could be a lack of inner confidence. So what I'm kind of asking Shannon is, is someone telling you the whole truth? Mm. Is someone trying to conceal something from you? Or are you trying to be deceptive about something? Ooh. Thinking of a fox, you think like sly, cunning. Yes. Not truthful. And I totally see that connection. Mm -hmm. And it is like, um, it's connected to being sly, like you said. And dishonesty can indicate that you're trying to avoid something specifically. And then maybe it's, you know, wanting to change something or leave something alone. So... Leave Shannon alone, you sly fox. Leave her alone. She's doing get your own Barbie Jeep, man. Get your own Barbie Jeep. Um, going back to the Barbie Jeep though, I think it's awesome because I'm like, (laughs) well, one, you know, I'm a Barbie girl, but let's just pretend (laughs) I'm not okay in your Barbie world, Brooke. In 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 my Barbie world, (laughs) okay. Um, I feel I feel like okay. So you've got this old broken down pickup truck, right? And she just lifts. Mm This beautiful pink Barbie Jeep out and goes. She beats the track. She beats everything. It's like it's almost She's overcoming as this, a lot. Yes. I feel like it's almost as this Jeep represents like a new era, like a new way mm. of dealing stuff for so long. You think pickup trucks do this and they're great and they do that. But it's like maybe she's streamlining things. She's being more efficient mm. and modern. Like, yes. I just say, like, ladies, jump into your Jeeps and leave those old ideologies and pickup trucks in the dust. That's Mind blown, Brooke. <laughs> Fantastic. I totally agree. I think that's amazing, an analysis of this dream. Yes. 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 I said yes. Like, yes, it yes. is. No, I mean, like, that's Good just job. what I think. And I'm glad <laughs> you agree. I'm like, I feel like she is Like a new phase. Like a just new, new. outlook on life. Like, it's just new for You her. do you. And it's going to be like female strong and she's, you know, she's paving the way. That's what I think. Um, Absolutely. We've already talked about the fox. Maybe the fox is something she's trying to avoid specifically or maybe even someone Mm. um, holding her back. So I guess what the last Especially the fact of the slamming the paw, like the in Mm. the door, like that... It is, like, very significant of, like, this is the end of this. Like, I'm not putting up with your shit. This is it. No. Done. I'm moving on. I'm not looking back. Fuck you. You're cool. Bye. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) So the last thing I want to talk about, and we've talked about it before, is, like, the shopping mall slash community college. So I think, (laughs) you know. (laughs) What would you get your degree in there? I'm going to get a degree. you get a degree, an associate degree in shopping? My major is in Spencer Gifts, and my minor (laughs) is in Hot Topic. (laughs) My God. Give me Gadzooks. Do you remember that store? Gadzooks. Gadzooks. Yeah. Welcome to the world of Gadzooks. That store. It was like the Hot Topic before Hot Topic. The Hot Topic before Hot Topic. It was the predecessor. Basically, I think it means... A lot of choices, same with community college, a lot of choices to choose from, and kind of a lot of chaos, too. So um, She noped out of there. Like, as soon as that fox came in, she's like, nope. She fought it. She fought it. She's a boss. She is a boss, I think. Uh, However, just to sum things up, I think 
her current situation, maybe a job or something like is leaving her frustrated, but she's not going to sit around and wait for anyone to help. She leaves, like you were saying, that fox trapped and she just walks away. So did trapping it mean she's done with the problem, wiping her hands of it? Past is the past? Or is this a temporary solution to just closing the door, but the the fox is still in there? Is she not mm-hmm. ready to deal what no, the yet. fox really is? Not yet. Because mm-hmm. she's, Ooh. I feel like she's fought a lot of things, but this goddamn fox. Still following her. Something, still following something's her. still following her, but I think she's on a good start. Wow. Fantastic job, Brooke. <laughs> you too, Mindy. Fantastic. <laughs> Oh, well, well, well. Okay. Phew. Well, those were two pretty amazing dreams today. Totally polar opposites of dreams, Very. too, may I say. Lots of information to dive into. We love that. If you're enjoying this podcast, we want to make sure you tell your bestie about the show. That's the way we grow. That's the way we get to do new fun things for you guys. So tell a bestie, tell a fox, run a Barbie <laughs> Jeep, and tell the world about Remolations. We love you. We love you, besties. Tell a fox. Because <laughs> what does the fox say? He says, listen to Revelations. Listen to Revelations. Listen to Revelations. Tell a friend to share a dream. Patreon. Oh my God! You're Those cracking are the me only up, girl. Words I know. You're cracking me up. Song. That sounds perfect. Okay. Perfect. But yes. um, oh, we can get some pod news since Please? we're having so much fun. Please. We had a very exciting milestone we hit this week. You guys, friends, we just passed a thousand downloads of the ah! show. One thousand. We are. So honored, and thank you Ugh. for listening to us every week, because honestly, that means the world to us. We started this, we just like to have fun, but to know that you guys you are guys. out there listening and enjoying it and coming back every week to hear us and our crazy talks yes. and our laughing <laughs> makes you amazing. So we couldn't get here without you guys. <laughs> I They're like, you're laughing, and I immediately laugh, but it it's was you. It's your laughing, really. It wasn't meant to be timed that way. I just wanted to be like, yes, exactly People tune in for your saying. laughing, Brooke. Oh, well, there's more where that came from. So keep tuning in. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty incredible milestone. And we just want to see us, uh, you know, keep growing. When are we going to get to 2000? We don't know, but we're having a hell of a lot of fun doing this. We're um, hoping I do, it's this week. I'm just can you, kidding. Yeah, can you, do you mind? Do you mind? Do you mind? Do you mind if you can help just us? Just keep get it on repeat on your phone. I don't think it works that way. I do want to give a shout out to a few listening cities. We always have our great friends in Chicago and Eastern Iowa. We also want to say thank you to those tuning in from Dallas, from Alexandria, Greenville, Spartanburg, Hala, what? Okay. Meridian. You guys are awesome. Thanks for tuning in. And also Milwaukee, Wichita Hutchinson, Greenville, New Bern, and New York. Internationally, we had some listeners, um, our friends in the UK, as well as the Netherlands this week. So The Netherlands, hello, hello. that's a first, isn't it? Yes. So exciting news in the podcast this week. It is. It's very exciting. I was thinking this week, uh, do you remember the first dream you've ever had? Like as a child, is there some like dream that you're like, you woke up and you had to tell like your mom or dad about? You know, it's really weird that I don't. I actually 
I cannot for the life of me think of my first dream. I know as a kid, I know we brought it up in past episodes. I did sleepwalk. My brother slept walk. Even my mom slept walk. Really? But yeah. Oh my God. One time, Mindy, my dad tells this story. She did a medley of dances one night. <laughs> I from- see where you get it from. <laughs> I totally get it now. It all so, in in twenty what thirty years of being friends, and now it's all clicked. It's all clicked. So she's sitting there in the bedroom doing her tap, her ballet. <laughs> she's even doing the like the Russian dance, you know, like they, the evolution of dance, like where you go down and kick your leg out. But she was not trained in that, so she fell. <laughs> My dad helped her up. She just kept dancing. Insane. She kept dancing. So I don't remember. Well, obviously, I don't remember that, and I don't remember my first dream. But I, I know sleepwalking is prevalent in my family. Um, I hesitate to ask, but at the same time, it's like I want to know all of your dreams from the moment you were born. So I know you're going to have an interesting first <laughs> dream. I do, and the, the reason I I was thinking of this is because I was talking to my mom this week, and my mom and dad love them. Listen to the podcast. Love Aww. you guys. Um, Yay. But my mom will bring up to me in just random conversations the first dream I ever had as a child. And I must have been about five years old because I was in kindergarten. And I remember waking up in the morning, walking downstairs and telling my mom this dream. So it goes something like this. I was at my school and I was in kindergarten and we were doing a talent show. And so every student had to come up with a a song, a dance, a skit. And so mine was going to be baton twirling. Do you remember those batons when we grew up that if you it had glitter in it and if you went one way, the glitter would come to the one end and if you went the other down. way, the glitter would come to the other. Okay. So I had one of those batons and that I was going to do a baton awesome. twirling dance in my dream. At the end, towards the end of my routine, I would open the cap of the baton, a horse, like a horse would come out of the <laughs> baton, of the baton and start singing and dancing with me. But so we're, we're dancing. This is the best possible show I could ever see in my life. <laughs> I may have been watching Mr. Ed that night. I'm not sure. But if you're not familiar with Mr. Ed, it's a it's a show from, what would you say, like the 60s? 50s or 60s? 50s, 60s, yeah. About or a talking horse. Nick at Night, if that still existed. Does it still right. exist? Not it's called sure. My TV, and now they have friends on it, so it just makes me feel old. Mm. Yeah. That was hurtful. Continue. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so... So yeah, the, the premise of Mr. Red was that this horse that could talk. and But he didn't talk yes. around anyone except for his owner. And so in my dream, I planned this <laughs> talent show with this horse. And <laughs> what we were going to do is we had a song and a dance. See, a it, it started when I was so baton, young. And then a dance Doing a dance routine. routine. Oh, I love this. The best part of it <laughs> is at the very end of the routine, the last line of the song said the word true. Okay. And so we're singing, and the la- the horse was supposed to join in for the last word of the song, and everyone's going to be like, oh, it's a singing horse? Because it's not that the fact that the horse came out of the baton that was amazing. It was right? the fact that he could sing was even wow. more amazing. And so after the, the horse is dancing, I go, true. And the horse is supposed to join in and sing that last word, but he doesn't. And I just stand there like, oh. And then I woke up. And so I told my mom, I'm five years old, explaining this dream to my mom about having a baton twirling, horse appearing, singing, dancing combination, fantabulous performance. And the horse let me down. And I was Every five. Time. That was that was the first dream I ever That's remember. That's devastating. 
And my mom, and my mom to this day, she can just look at me and go, true. (laughs) Mom. Then you go into immediate depression and sadness. I do. (laughs) Because you're like, the the horse fucked up our routine because he didn't go. And I don't know why his voice in my head goes, true. It was really low. (laughs) Really low. And I can't do low, so I have to just make it gravelly. (laughs) True. Oh, God. So it doesn't sound good. No, it doesn't sound good. Um. But yeah, that was the first room I ever remember. And and that from five years old till today, like I have crazy dreams. Very specific as usual. <laughs> Very specific. I do I do wonder though. So like for me, for someone that can't remember their first dream, but even regardless of that, as a child, as a toddler, whenever it is that you remember your first dream, how do you go about explaining that? Like, you've never experienced a dream. I mean, mm-hmm. you maybe have as a baby and stuff, but it's just like gobbledygook. But when you finally yeah. have the first dream where you, like, understand words and actions, like, how do you tell your parents that, like, explain it to them, like, um, so this happened. <laughs> That's how it works. I sat down for breakfast, which is probably like you a did, bowl of cereal. You did a great job with it, but I can only imagine that it has to be kind of scary for a lot of kids, because they're like, I don't know what just happened, and why did these images... I, I think that's a really interesting topic you bring up, because we must always dream, even as babies. Yes, but like you said, it's yeah. just relative to what they know, which is just happy times. But, you yeah. know, like, at some point, it, it switches over, and you're, like, aware it's a dream. Right. That is really interesting to yeah. me. That's an interesting topic to bring up. Yeah. We might have to dive into this a little deeper sometime. We might have to because it's some. It's not like it just happens overnight. It just I think because if it did, it would be almost quite traumatizing to have a dream. But so we must, as babies, dream. In some it sense. must dream and build up. So by the point it becomes a full fledged dream where you can explain it to someone, it must be like a smooth enough process that you yeah. feel comfortable. You hear stories about parents laughing like, oh. My kid did this for the first time, ha ha ha, or said this. Yeah. But you don't really hear too much about, like, oh, my kid told me their first dream last Never. night. Never. Right. So it kind of might be like a seamless kind of transition. My kid, me, you know, for walked for the first time. You my never daughter say dream. Did, lost a, like, you never say that. Lose a tooth? What was yeah. The, like oh, everything damn. you put in a baby book. Uh, yes. Why is that not in a baby book? Hair. When's the first dream? First haircut. No, we need, we're, damn it, we're on a mission now. I'm going to contact some publishing companies and I'm going to put in there. We need to make an extra line. Baby's first dream. Baby's first dream. And what it was. Horse singing and playing baton. I don't know. But it's going to be something in there. A horse coming out of a baton. A horse coming out of a baton, singing (laughs) and messing up the routine. But I'm so mad at that horse. Do you know what his name was? He didn't have a name, but I'm guessing it's just Ed. Oh, well, Ed has disappointed me for the last time. I don't know that I've ever dreamt of horses since then. Maybe that blocked that out. Now I cannot dream of horses because they're always letting me down. <laughs> One and done. Ed let me down. <laughs> Never coming back for more. <laughs> hey, if any of our listeners remember their first ever dream, write it into us because we'd be so fascinated to hear what the first dream you ever remember having and how old you were. Yeah. I don't care if it's like just a one-line detail or anything. Just please write in, uh, email us at revelations at gmail.com. Uh, I think that'd be very cool to kind of see what everyone remembers and how old they were. I would love to hear it. Like you said, I think it would be fascinating. We're doing our Absolutely own research. Fair. This is now a scientific podcast. 
And let me just put on my lab coat. <laughs> yes. I already have mine on because I never take it off. <laughs> Brooke, PhD and BS. That's, what it says. That's me. I studied really hard to get that. <laughs> Those Dr. BS so is what they call me. <laughs> It would be really perfect if your last name was S, and then it could be you could be Doctor Brooke yes. S. Mm, Brooke Swan. I gotta find someone to marry, marry someone with the last, last name of S. <laughs> Next goal on my list: not get a job, but find someone to marry whose last name starts with S. <laughs> Works for me. You can find I love can do anywhere. That. I'll okay. I'll um I'll give you updates next week. Please do. Hey, all you social media lovers, check us out at Remolations and you'll find some good stuff there. And more importantly, if you love us, if you like listening to us, please support us. And you can find different ways to support us at remolations.com slash support. We love you guys. Thank you so much for everything and anything you can do for us. Today was a lot of fun. We got to read two listeners' dreams. Please submit your dreams so we can share some more next week. But until then, sweet, sweet dreams, bitches! bitches!